What is up, everyone? It is Will Pastoritas here, bringing you guys back another episode of the Sports Formatic Podcast, episode number 16. And today, what I'll be doing is uh, going over today's NFL trade deadline 2019. And then towards the end of the episode, I'll be giving you guys fantasy tips on who to possibly pick up in this week's waiver wire week 9 approaching. And um, yeah, so first of all, Today was frustrating. As an NFL fan, as a Bills fan, and just living on this earth in general, the NFL trade downline sucked. Sucked. And it made absolutely no sense. We got one trade today, which I'm going to get to in a minute. Actually, we'll just start with that. So, it was a stupid trade. It was the worst, stupidest most irrelevant NFL team this season, worst of all time, you could call him, probably going 0-16, who's rebuilding, obviously trying to get rid of veterans, get young, start the youth moment, um, grab picks as much as they can, which I thought they would be doing, even though the roster's already awful and they've traded most of their good players. Um, traded for veteran cornerback from the Rams, Tlaib, for draft pick. Which makes no sense. Because when you're rebuilding, you want to get young to gain picks. Not to get rid of a pick. And I think it was like a fifth rounder, too. For a veteran cornerback who wants no part of being a Miami Dolphin. Somehow, I mean, he gets the team better, you could say. And it doesn't get the team any worse for the rebuild. So that made that caught me off guard. That was such a stupid trade. F for the Dolphins. Smart move by the... Um, Rams, who are probably honestly surprised, they get a pick and free up room to re-sign Ramsey, pay him up this offseason. So that was a good move for the Rams. But on the other hand, Dolphins made such a stupid move there. Awful. Give them an F for it. Nothing good about that move. You you just lost a pick, even though you're trying to gain up picks for this draft in the next couple of years to build. This doesn't make sense. So that just caught me off guard. So yeah, the trade uh, NFL trade deadline blew. One of the worst of all time. And then there's a lot of rumors, lots of rumors, like usual, that were all. Some of the, well, technically this was true that the Jets were shopping Jamal Adams. I mean, what an absolute joke. Jets, one and six. I think, or one and five. Let me check it. They're one of those two. No, they lost like their last. They haven't won in a while. They are. This will load. One and six. So I knew it. One and six. One game out of last place in the UFC East. Awful team. It has talent on the roster, but it's just not. Their season's over. They have to hit the rebuild because they're not anywhere close to winning. Even with all that talent on their team, it's ridiculous. Is shopping. Safety, Jamal Adams. Talent, young, and they are shopping him, trading him away. How do, how, what a what a awful way that would have been to start a rebuild. And now they probably won't have him. He's probably going to want out still after they were shopping him. Like, are you crazy? If you're going to rebuild, he's one player you need to build around. He's young. He's still really young. He's in his, like, third or fourth season, not even. And you're trying to trade him to the Dallas Cowboys or the Baltimore Ravens. If you traded him in conference, that would have been stupid. 
first of all, trading him in general would have been the worst decision the Jets could have made. And then, like, you're shopping Le'Veon Bell, too, who you just paid all this money in the offseason? Like, does this coach not like big personalities in the locker room? Gase? Awful, awful. Everything is backfiring on the Jets. I mean, as a Bills fan, I love to see it. I'll get on my Bills rant in a second, but... Yeah, the Jets just mind-boggled their offices. Like, so many awful... Awful front offices in the league. That's not even my third bone to pick. Then you got the Cincinnati Bengals. Bench their starting quarterback, I guess franchise quarterback up until now, Andy Dalton, putting in some person I've never heard of, and keeps A.J. Green. He A playoff team could have really used him, and now you're wasting his career in an awful, awful, awful franchise that sucks every single year now. They're awful. It's just, they're just, they suck so badly. It's frustrating how bad they are. Their season's over. They had no business in keeping A.J. Green. I would be shocked if he really does think that he should finish his career there because he's never winning a ring in his career unless he gets traded, which I don't think he ever will because they said he was going to hold on. Last minute bearing, I thought that was just a business thing and they would have ended up trading him to a team like Buffalo or a team that needs him. I don't know, Saints, some team that needs a wide receiver. If I could see this. Stupid thing won't scroll. I'm trying to check the Bengals' record. They're winless, right? I think they are. Let's see. Why don't my scroll button work on my MacBook? What in the hell is this? That's that's awful. Anyways, yeah, I'm pretty sure the Bengals are winless. Yes, they are. Okay, so they are winless. Um, why aren't you trading green? It makes so much sense. It's just awful. Yeah, he's been hurt for most of the year. Maybe the Bengals are just asking for an absurd price, but not, that's what gets on to my next negative thoughts about the deadline. Buffalo Bills, 5-2. and two. They're going to make the playoffs. Them, they stayed put today after rumors of them being linked to Melvin Gordon, Le'Veon Bell, and uh, A.J. Green, Devontae Parker, names like that. First of all, Bell wasn't getting traded in the first place. Jets would have been... I don't think they would have traded him in division. Also, it's not worth giving up farm for him. You definitely could have... Okay, maybe the asking price was too high for A.J. Green here, but you still got to think that they had to make a move for Devontae Parker. I mean, what could have... There's no way the Dolphins were offering a... or asking for a first-round pick for him because he's not worth that at all. Just basically a better version of Zay Jones. Anyways, Bill stayed put... Defense is great. Doesn't need anything. The only thing I wanted to see them was maybe add a wide receiver. Running game is fine. It's not set up for the future well. Maybe try to go after Melvin Gordon free agency, but they're going to make the playoffs. Them staying put here at the deadline didn't affect them making the playoffs. It more worried them about winning the playoffs. Will they make it past the first round? Because back in 2017 when they made it, they didn't make it past the first round. Although they did make a move for Calvin Benjamin. That was just stupid, but... He's a good. He was a good blocker, I guess. Anyways, yeah, I'm disappointed in the Buffalo for, um, for not doing anything. Maybe it was a good thing. Like I don't know. Maybe the teams were off uh, asking. The asking price was way too high. Maybe it was a good thing that the Bills didn't do anything. I'll never know what the asking price might have been for Melvin Gordon, Devontae Parker, AJ Green. It would have just been nice, or like Robbie Anderson. It would have been nice to make a move. We have so much cap room. I expect them to do something more in the offseason, especially if they do pretty well in the playoffs this year. But, yeah, that definitely hurt their chances of actually winning in the playoffs. Either way, yeah, they probably wouldn't have made it past the first or second round. Either way, just adding, like, a 
receiver, but it definitely would help their chances because the, the AFC kind of blows. The Bills probably will make the playoffs. Um, they do have an easy schedule, but what they haven't pro- proven yet is beating a good team. Loss to the Patriots, only by six, though. That was impressive. Still a loss, but I'll take that. And then they lost to the Eagles. Ooh, they're like four and five, but they still have playoff experience uh, players on the roster. So that that would have been a game to win. Um, if I look up in their upcoming schedule, they do need a. They will end up probably getting through the season and making the playoffs. I'd probably, I still think they're gonna win about eleven games, maybe even ten. Like you got Washington and Cleveland, beatable, and then Miami and Denver. Like that's the easiest next four games. They have no excuse to lose any of those games. Then they got the Cowboys and Ravens. Those could be deciding whether they're going to do well in the playoffs or not because both those teams are probably going to win. You never know. Then you got Steelers, Patriots, and Jets. So right now they're 5 and 2, 6 and 2, 7 and 2, 8 and 2, 9 and 2, 4, 10, 10 and 5. So they still have a chance of going 11 and 5 if they beat all the bad teams with bad records. They still have a chance. See, that's what's concerning. So I would like to see them go out and beat at least the Cowboys. Ah, at least the Ravens, maybe, or the Steelers. Like, I don't see the Bills beating the Ravens or the Cowboys, but they can beat the Steelers. Um, Like, this is just an awful schedule. You got the Broncos, who are out without Flacco. Redskins, one of the worst teams in the league. Browns could be close, but the Bills can win with that defense. Dolphins, I mean, easy. And then they play the Jets again. So, rather easy second half. Um, they took down the Titans. Wouldn't consider them a good team at all. The most inconsistent team ever. Um, they could have played better against the Eagles. Josh Allen looked actually pretty. He's actually looking pretty good. He's making some small mistakes, but he's he's not throwing interceptions every game anymore. He's off to a little rough start in the beginning of the season. But, no, he's definitely gotten better. Um, so, yeah, those are the bones to pick with the deadline. Anyone else that I wanted to call out? Probably not. I don't even think the Browns should have made a move. Uh, I think their season's over. Let's look at the Browns' remaining schedule. Do I think their season is over? Possibly. But I'm not sure, depending on their second-half schedule. So, they have the Broncos, so that's a win. Bills, questionable. They could win that. Uh, Dolphins, Steelers twice, Cardinals, Bengals. Oh, yeah. Bengals twice. Oh my God! So they play for the next rest, uh, second half of the season. They play. Steel, they get to see the Steelers twice, the Bengals twice, the Dolphins, and the Broncos. So Browns definitely should be making the playoffs at least like a nine and seven or a ten and six. So the Browns will probably make it. Um, so they just have such an easy schedule, and they had a tough schedule. I mean, I'll give them that. They should be winning games, but they did a tough schedule. Last three games, they had the 49ers, Seahawks, and the Patriots. Also, though, they still shouldn't have that record. But Bills could be uh, in the same thing as the Browns, just have easy schedules coming up. But not by, they might not be able to actually do something in the playoffs, which is concerning for the both of them. And you get the Bills um, looking in the division. They're 3-0 on the road. And they're currently three games back about... Of the Patriots, um, Bills are have Patriots haven't been on by yet, so technically they're two. Yeah, no, yeah, there's still three games, but it's a little uneven because it's eight and zero and five and two. So the Patriots haven't been on their bye week yet. If the Patriots collapse and then the Bills can beat them. It's not. I'm not even gonna say that. That's not. I don't think that's gonna happen, but it's definitely possible. No, it's not possible, but it could happen. Like you know what I mean. 
like it's possible, but it won't happen. Like mathematically, it's possible that the Bills could win the divi- get a run away at the division. Although that probably is not going to happen. They're not going to beat the Patriots. So either way, and so yeah, that's NFL. Um, we can get onto the fantasy, and then I'm going to talk about some basketball at the end. Fantasy waiver wire. Some players for your fantasy team who I think you should pick up. Let's start with the quarterbacks. Say if your quarterback's on bye or is hurt and you do not have a quarterback to start for this week and maybe even weeks on past, right now, the number one candidate with the low, like the, I'm going on based off low owned numbers because uh, it might be different in your league, but there is percentages. Uh, this is ESPN Fantasy. So, Gardner Minshew, uh, Jaguars quarterback. Number one priority. If you don't, if you see him at the top of the list, you you're gonna see him in the top of your free agent list a lot. He's only fifty two point five percent on uh, owned in ESPN by fantasy leaguers, uh, fantasy owners. Sorry, averages around seventeen point four points and is in eleventh in position rank right now in fantasy. Um, he's playing the Texans with a twenty four percent boom rust, nineteen uh, percent bust. Although that could be risky, the Texans don't have a great defense. Even with J.J. Watt out, Minshew should be able to stu- uh, still do some damage. I think that is a good option. So, from stats and ESPN sources, I agree with them saying that Gardner Minshew should be a top pickup. Another quarterback, Derek Carr of the Oakland Raiders, um, not very underrated. You will most likely see him um, as a free agent in your ESPN leagues. Um, never really owner he has an about a 20 yeah oh yeah 21 percent owned in fantasy leagues very low he's been doing pretty well average points 14 and a half about and he for this week week nine detroit lions uh 25 boom and 19 percent bust now i think you should be careful about Derek Carr because he's not great but he's doing pretty good i mean his lowest this year is eight right his highest is 23. Now, he has the targets, Tyrell Williams coming back and all, but I'm pretty sure he has some, he faces some tough defenses if I, if I can't see it. Pretty sure he actually does face some tough um, defenses. But no, Derek Carr, definitely the second best option. Minshew or Carr? I, I could honestly see it being pretty even, either one. I don't think you can really put... Carr might be a better option, but for this week... Because he's playing Detroit, and I think he can do some damage against that defense. But, yeah, so those two. Um, anyone else I think should be a pickup? Cam, no. Tannehill, no. Don't think you should pick up either Darnold or Fitzpatrick. Don't, I, don't, I don't think that's a good idea. Let's move on to running backs. Um, Mark Walton of the Miami Dolphins. If you're looking for a running back this week, which you most likely are. I don't know why, but you might, you're might. you going to look for someone this week. Because bye weeks are... On, are Getting more, like, more teams are going on by this point. Mark Walton, uh, Dolphins running back recently. Oh, wait, I forgot. Hold up. I forgot a quarterback. Hold up. We're going to reverse that. I forgot someone, actually. Very, had him on my list. Jimmy Garoppolo. Undefeated 7-0. Not just because of him. 49ers have a pretty all-around solid team with that defense. He's the number one pickup. He's only rust, uh, only owned in thirty one point nine, so thirty two percent of leagues. Very surprising. Um, he recently just got a new target in Emmanuel Sanders and threw a touchdown to him in the first game. So he's 
definitely someone to look out for. He's playing the Cardinals this weekend. Oh, yeah. No, he should be the first option. So let's go Garoppolo 1, Minshew 2, 3 car for the top three. Um, I'm very surprised at the low um, owned rate that he has in, in leagues. At this point, I would see him as a starter. But Jimmy Garoppolo, definitely a pickup there. And let's go back here. Oh, no. So, yeah, running backs, Miami Dolphins, they recently just got rid of one of their ba their only good running back. Well, I don't know. But, well, yeah, their top running back, sorry. Um, and Kenyon Drake, they traded him to the Arizona Cardinals, which leaves spots, obviously, open for um, other running backs on the team. They do have that a couple, but then um, the best option that comes out right here um had a good week last week mark walton i actually think it might be a risk though with that dolphins o-line he could fumble along the way no one really knows about much about him he's um last game matchup oh no he plays so he plays the jets this week or hold up i'm trying to get this going I wouldn't really. I know you probably don't want to trust a Dolphins player on your team, but honestly, it might be worth. Okay, like if you have no one, uh, he's got the Jets this weekend. Seventeen point seven uh, own percentage. Projected badly rating, so eight point nine this week. Bust of nineteen percent. Boom. He hasn't really proven himself, although. ESPN and others, fantasy experts, think that he's going to um, go off this week and probably get the ball a lot more. Yeah, he's literally done nothing. So, actually, I'm going to disagree. I would say stay away from him, uh, Walton running backs. And someone that you might want to get is Washington Redskins running back, Darius Geis. Uh, he's coming back from an injury. He's a good player. Probably barely owned now, but I could definitely see people picking him up now that he's back from an injury. He suffered a lot of injuries, but he's good. It says he's on the IR here, but he's actually back. So, yeah, see, he's 30% owned in leagues. Um, plays Buffalo this week. Definitely risky against that Buffalo defense. There's no boom bust right here. Wish no insights, but um, that's just personal. I think I would, Redskins are awful too, but I think I would trust a Redskins player more than a Dolphins player. I don't know why. So that's definitely an option. And then we're going on to – so that's all for running backs. Um Rex Burkhead, yeah, that could be a good option. Uh, wide receivers, uh, Jameson Crowder, I would stay away from him, knowing their quarterback Sam Darnold is currently in a slump and is struggling. Stay away from Jameson Crowder at this moment. Chris Conley, definitely. Um, had a good week last week, has Houston this week, could struggle. He's definitely been the number two receiver for the Jaguars with Westbrook out um, behind Shark. He's played good in his last two games, uh, according to these stats from ESPN. 186 yards and a touchdown of 14 targets and 7 catches. Um, one did on Sunday. Good option there. It's the number one option, I would say, Conley. Uh, or did I already? Yeah, stay away from a Jets receiver at this point in time. Danny Amendola, Lions. Yep, another great option. Um, he... Had a good week last week, but I don't know how consistent he might stay. But yeah, him too. But actually, I would put Dorsett as the number one option. Um, he's coming back from an injury. He's having a pretty good year. 
And I think he's, I like him as the number two receiver behind uh, Julian Edelman and probably even ahead of Mohamed Sanu. I mean, Brady knows him a lot more. He's been on the Patriots for a while. He has five years experience in the league. So does Sanu, I'm just saying in general. I'm not saying he has more experience than Edelman Sanu, but it's not like he's just some rookie if you don't know him. He's a veteran, so uh, he's definitely worth it if you don't save, if you don't have one. I like his upcoming uh, schedule. He's got um, Ravens this week. Then he's got Philly and then Houston. And he had a minimal. He didn't do well last week, but he's definitely highly considered. I could see him getting a couple more touchdowns at the end of the year. So him, Monte Parker, maybe. A.J. Brown, also a good option for receivers. Actually, a couple. A.J. Brown. Um, struggled in week eight. By stats if I'm looking at it but he has had his good weeks he's a rookie definitely another good option there's great options here Cole Beasley Buffalo he's had uh, touchdowns in the last two games consecutive games and less in at least 10 PPR points in five of seven games this year he has a great matchup in week nine against Washington and he's going to be probably successful in this week Allen's doing a lot better throwing the ball I got those sources. That's a source from ESPN. Those pro- uh, providing those stats, and then you got Darius Slayton. Giants had a monster game. Three touchdowns. Wait, no. Wait, did he have three? Did it all? I think he had two last week. Barely owned seven percent. Daniel Jones likes throwing the ball to him. Even they had they had their whole roster back. So Slayton, huge huge option there, and um, it's finally tight ends. Darren Fells. Big guy, still available, looks like in some leagues. Tight ends, it's tough to get a good tight end. Jason Winton, I would stay away from uh, this Chris Hendron. Hendron, I don't know how to say that. Jets, also I would stay away from. Noah Font, stays away. Flacco's hurt. O.J. Howard, stay away. Um, Jameis Winston is not reliable. Then you got kickers. Uh, Cowboys are a top available defense at Giants this week and still will not trust that Cowboys defense at all. Eagles defense against Bears, definitely a good pickup. Bears offense is horrendous, awful, one of the worst of all time I've seen. I would, that's actually a good pickup. And you got Browns defense at Denver. Don't trust that either, honestly. Um, kickers, oh no, defense. Oh no, that was defense, kickers, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Kickers are pretty straightforward. So yeah, that's fantasy. Um pretty much covered all that really wish i was hoping today like before the deadline which was at four like after i could talk about a lot of other trades but thanks to the uh nf uh gms a lot of teams decided to stay put and the only trade i couldn't i wouldn't even been able to talk about for freaking 50 minutes was to leave the dolphins which was honestly just disappointing um Really was wishing something, at least one one or two more, even small. I could have just talked about it and I, instead of ranting, but nope, that's all we got. Uh, to, in today's trade deadline day was very disappointing. Um, if you have any questions, check me out on Twitter at, at WillP1303. Uh, I'm not going to get too much into the NBA and NHL. Um, right in this episode at all. I probably actually I'm, I'm probably going to finish soon, but next week I will be uh, talking about just those two. And it's just going to be an update on NBA and NHL because I haven't really done that. Didn't do my NBA season predictions. I still probably will do one next week and kind of just predict who I think will finish where and where. Um, so I can still do that. It's never too late for that. And the NHL has been in for a couple of weeks. 
still very early in the season. Still a little bit more to talk about that. So yeah, if you have any questions, at WillP1303 on Twitter. This is episode 16, we are done. Um, disappointed today in my bills for not doing anything NFL in general. Um, and yeah, so other than that, that's been good. Quick episode today, about 25 minutes. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. It's Will Pesaritas here. I'm out. Thank you guys for all, all for listening.